welcome everybody to our True Self Talk. My name is Yona Brindis. You all know me. The Connect With Your True Self session that ended just a minute ago. We just closed this lovely session here. And thank you all for coming to this wonderful event. I've been conducting these free True Self sessions for eight years now. This is a long time. If I think about it, um, many thousand people have come over the years and it, they never cease to amaze me. They never cease to move me in their simplicity and yet in their significance. So a big thank you also here to Cheryl, Sheila, Annette, Becky, Denise and Amanda, who co-facilitated this session with me. We are doing this live session after the live energy session for you to learn to give words to the unspeakable or to the part that is so difficult to express. What happens when we really take this time to consciously connect within? Janet is already sharing. A hummingbird just visited you in 3D, actually. Yes, that's the hummingbird is in, in this metaphysical world is seen as the the bridge between the 3D and the spirit world, the communicator. Hummingbird is also linked to our throat chakra, to our fifth chakra, to the way we express ourselves, even all the way to like how we verbalize things. So Janet. Yeah, <laughs> that's a wonderful sign, not so mystical. Don't want it to sound all mystical, but just a beautiful thing to remember. Uh, some of us live in areas where there are lots of hummingbirds. Some of us live in areas where there's none. Yeah, but there's something very beautiful about their frequency, the humming, all right, when their wings flap so fast. Yeah, I would love to hear from you guys how you perceive the session. Um, Co-facilitators, please feel free to break the ice here to hear what you have experienced in your words. You guys are trained energy healers and uh, it's always a little easier for you to, to speak up. But everybody else, please feel free to either share in the chat or speak directly into the microphone and share with us what you have experienced here during the session, maybe even right before the session. Did anyone have very distinct maybe thoughts come in or physical sensations? before the session, maybe an hour or 10 minutes before the session started. Because we felt a few things, right guys? We felt, we as in the facilitators, we felt tiredness all of a sudden. And our throats seemed to be a lot of suffocated or a little blocked who had this too 
or like a very distinct sort of, I want to lay down, I want to just go really deep, or my body is getting really sort of heavy on me. Did anyone, anybody experience something like that? I felt that, the you heaviness felt, sort of. Um, you, what, what, how, like, was it like right before thinking. the session? Or, no, it was. I was a little late to the actual session because I, my first time, I was. I wasn't completely. I was a little confused on how it worked, and then when I finally okay. dawned on me how it worked, it's like everything clicked, and I finally sunk into it, and it felt like a wave. Brian, thank you for sharing. This is your first time. This is exciting, and thank you for sharing yeah. right away. Uh, there were um, how many people? I think 53 people in this session. So, uh, you know, uh, we have a lot of uh, repeaters. Okay, this is one of those sessions that I do every month. And repeating is actually recommended. Okay, it's recommended. Mm -hmm. It is one of the things that we uh, found out during the session as well, because it felt like we, we got very distinct instructions here. Uh, in this uh, place when we connected with and and for some of it it was more physical and for some of it it, it was more emotional or you know we had a very clear uh, sort of thoughts or voices come in but that's wonderful uh, it's something that is is this something that you have ever felt before like as in like uh, you know just paying attention to yourself that yes yeah, okay. I, yeah, I've been doing my own sort of meditative work for years, and um, and so that familiar feeling of getting in touch with the inner true self and and sort of releasing the self sort of made inhibitions that I've that I create just day to day as I function in reality, and just realizing to come back to sort of the prana of um, of getting in touch with the deepest parts of myself and mm -hmm. and so that was sort of when i was able to re when i realized that i was that's what this was what we were doing it made it easier for me to uh it was very familiar basically so it was it was it wasn't it wasn't too foreign for me to realize right. um what was happening i guess is what i'm saying it's wonderful that you then just trusted in the process it's it yeah. remote energy sessions are very much like meditation sessions with the difference that we are um well it's like a group meditation in yeah. a designated uh, you know the, the room okay that we create so the room is an etheric room this is somewhat unusual for people in in, in you know if you're not really familiar with how energies and frequencies work but i guess the visualization that it is a room like you know like a yoga room or whatever and, and everybody comes and sits down and meditates um it's not too far off from how this actually goes mm -hmm. in that space uh, you know the the facilitators they read out the energy of the people without interfering so there's no interference really it's just that due to the inner energetic interaction that we all have with another okay whether we're aware of it or not and this simultaneous intention that connects us all right we are mm -hmm. creating a sort of a more amplified 
ambiance, if you will. You know, it's it's like mm-hmm. it's like these world meditations in in a way where you know it's actually measurable. You know, when when a certain amount of people in the world go in with the same intention, just that there something happens there. And as energy workers, we are familiar with the process and with the mechanics of that, so we can log on to that. So it's, it sounds a bit technical when I say it this way, but it is a lot less mystical than people think. All right, so mm. thank you for for trusting in all of this and yeah. allowing yourself to go there. You said something about prana, and this is a word that comes from the Sanskrit. It's here we try to use terminology that is sort of free of any kind of religious or specific sure. teachings, right? But I, I just want to explain this to, to, to everybody listening here. Or maybe you w- want to explain this, but this is, I think, important, Brian, what you said. Oh, more so more so um in place of breath i guess and in mm-hmm. and when and i in, in learning what prana in the sense of sanskrit and in, in a lot of yoga practices you know connecting to your breath and your yeah. breath is really important um as sort of drawing us close the closest thing within us that is um is our life is is, is giving us life in in its in its flow and the flow of that breath what we is what we can always come back to and understand giving and receiving and it just can it can can serve as a model for living our lives as well and that's kind of the way that i see it um and so when when you're in a situation maybe you know you're it's foreign foreign and unfamiliar and you it's, it can be overwhelming sensations and stuff Coming back to your breath is always a sure way to reground into where you are and settle into yourself as an individual. Um, and so that's more so, I guess, where I was coming from when when saying and talking about that. Brian, you just gave the most perfect summary of this whole entire session. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, thank you <laughs> so much. Great. Uh, you had no idea, yeah. co-facilitators. Can you can you add in here, please, uh, what Brian just said? Uh, you literally you had no idea of the significance of that because that's really what this whole session was about. Oh, Obviously, wow. for all of us in a different way. All right, so we all have our own challenges. We all we all come from different places. Not everybody has this kind of awareness or ability to express this. Mm-hmm or even you know conscious sort of recognition of that but it was so strong in the session this almost like this remembrance like remember to breathe remember mm-hmm. to breathe it's the breath of life it is that moment where you consciously decide to breathe where you mm-hmm. inhaled you know this this this, this connection again and uh, the part that i really loved about what you just said is that no matter what the situation is no matter what comes in from the other no matter how for how long you've been forgetting to do this you can always go there anytime Mm -hmm. you know in it's it's just 
what I called earlier, like instructions for us on how to reconnect or resurrect this inner connection. That's how simple that is. It's the yeah. breath of life. It's the, the conscious breath where we allow, you know, not through autopilot, not through our vegetative nervous system that breathes for us, right? That's the one that keeps our 3D body vehicle alive. But if we want this deeper connection, where we can also feel sort of parts of our soul self, you know, not just the, the ego eye, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I think therefore I am. But if we want to really feel that there is something deeper there, as opposed to just believing that I have a soul, mm -hmm. you know, it's the difference between believing I have a soul and actually feeling it. And all we need to do is to breathe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Amanda, would you like to add something to this as a as a facilitator and also an energy yoga instructor? Yeah. <laughs> um, this feels so beautiful right now. All of this just coming perfectly together. Um, my last two energy yoga classes were very um, all about our breath and this conscious breathing and catching ourselves when the minute we meet a resistance, whether it's in our physical, in our sensation, or in our thought, how automatically you stop breathing. You'll, you'll clench up and, and hold things, or, or your breathing will go shallow, or you just forget that you have control over your breath at all, you know? And um, this idea of really going in you know, to this life force energy, this source that's always with you, you know, and coming into that um, breath. This all feels divinely timed in this and um, the other sessions that I recently facilitated and, um, you know, really going in to that experience. If you want to really feel your entire breath for an hour, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, <laughs> know. it, it can be life-changing, right? It can be I mean, life-changing. I mean, life-changing. We think we think it's something, ah, uh, you know, sort of, yeah. or it's it's so simple, isn't it? So simple. This is really the the point here for all of you guys. Don't make it more complicated than it is. It's not mystical. This inner connection is a very practical and very conscious thing. And the only thing we really need to do, due to the power of this awareness, is to consciously choose or to, to choose to consciously do it. That's all that is. Thank you, Amanda. It's really, you know, it, it's sometimes you know, people come and they want this all to be so fantastical and magical and woo-woo and forget mm -hmm. the simplicity of it. That, you know, the performance, all of these outer mm -hmm. aspects are just secondary things because when it comes down to it, all of this is about this inner connection and it can be happen instantaneously yes. through conscious breathing. Oh, Janet is sharing here. Uh, Janet, you, you had uh, a day here full of, of intrusive outer energies and um, 
you you actually felt this like you know throughout the day and you sensed your emotions repeated you know inside of you you know sort of just this looping what we call looping you know where we get into this place uh, of feeling we have to protect ourselves or we have to shelter ourselves from the outside but then at the same time you you also uh, just commented that you got the very same message you know this picture that i showed you in the beginning um it, this may seem a little sort of out there but uh there's not much time here to create you know descriptive slides or anything i, I try to to match uh the, the the way we see this energetically with some pictures and this is basically the picture of the session for me and the reason why i'm pointing your attention to it janet is because of all you see all these outer energies here right and they were full on for many of us okay but then there was something that happened and it happened almost instantaneously when we started the session and that is sort of this space safe space within the sacred space within ourselves suddenly formed and we could feel this all right it could it did different things to us okay not everybody felt you know this uh, immediately so there were some components of that but some of you i don't know let let me know guys i'm i'm just sort of poking around here and see which of the things you can identify with but besides the breath and the, the sort of this uh, slightly suffocated feeling with ourselves okay and then the, the remembrance that all we really got to do is consciously remember to breathe and to be there and to show up did you guys feel this too it felt really safe all of a sudden can you hear me Jonah? yes that's funny because I had actually forgotten this and then you said it and right at the very end I got this visual that was circular. I was like, oh, a, a circle. I did a circle drawing the other day and it had the reds. There was a dark center, but it was a figure, a sitting figure. Um, and then, but like red phoenix wings where you have the pink and the blues and stuff. And it was very gentle, but um, yeah, very interesting. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm interested to hear what the facilitators saw and did because I had a bit of distraction but stayed with the um, the meditation, like I mentioned, as much as possible. But this visual, uh, yeah. Like, thank as, you. As, as far thank as your you. personal energies is concerned, Janet, that's why I pointed your attention oh, to you. I see. It was exactly about that. It was mm -hmm. about how you can remember to create the safe space within yourself and not get too distracted, distraught, or overwhelmed by outer energies. You know what I'd like to bring to anybody else to hear is it's totally um, not a forcing thing. I mean, that's a mm -hmm. whole personal journey in itself. <laughs> but that's is as soon as, you know, that's my next word would be like, yeah, that's my lesson. And not that I was trying, but this is like cool and like you said at the beginning, there are like no words for it either. So thank you to everybody. And this wow. too, Janet, you have no idea how significant this just was, what you said for the whole entire session here. It's a not forcing thing. So there were, of course, many different components to this lovely session. It was quite lovely, quite silent and soft and warm, watery almost. 
there was this outdoor, you know, the presence of a lot of outer distraction that some of us had to deal with as a as a sort of general distracting factor. And then there was this experience of when we actually do it, that we don't need to project anything. It naturally comes. It's very well organic almost. It is not something that needs to be forced. Some of you had, forgive me the energy lingo here, um, very open crown chakras, a little too far open. What does this mean? It means seeking, okay? It means your energy is slightly outside of your own center, okay? Because you think that whatever it is that you um, are looking for, must be outside of yourself and seeking always leads to forcing so the energetic mechanism at play when we seek is projection and that's why when we look at people's energy centers it looks like their crown chakras are way too open they're actually pointed upward we actually sometimes see people looking upward or holding hands upward and that's something that has to do with a lot of this misinformation here through new age over the last 30 40 years namely that we have to seek our connection to the divine upward okay this is a very old collective implant okay that our inner connection is outside of us okay that there is something external that we need to strive for or need, that we need to have or get all the way to feeling we're lacking it all right and what that does you know that misinformation is that it literally promotes us looking on the outside and it it it, it makes us more susceptible to outer energies and projections coming in from the outside simply because we are not quite home we are not quite standing in our center so one of the the big takeaways here from this session besides the need to consciously engage you know with using or linking into the breath of light life and actually breathing it in is also how we do this okay and when we point our direction upward okay and we do this unconsciously because we have, we have been programmed this way right just to to think that the divine or God is, is up there, right? Those are just mental constructs. Think about that, all right? So when we do this and when we go into the breath, it connects us to remember that this isn't about ascension or getting somewhere. This is about allowing things to come in without feeling attacked or distracted or well, I mean, you know, uh, like uh, like we have to protect ourselves. So how can we accomplish this? And there's a there's a technology really in us that helps us with this. And th that technology, if you believe it or not, guys, is our breath. There is a technique that I um, teach people, and it's nothing special. It's called I call it I am breathing. And this is a very unique combination of uh, breathing techniques. 
but it's very simple. And the first part of that technique and that technology is to learn to breathe sideways. Sideways, why sideways? Well, because it's, it's in our normal human perception that when we breathe, we breathe it, we, we breathe our breath outward, right? It, com it comes out of a nose, out of a mouth and goes forward, okay? And so when we do conscious breathing, we often sort of uh, visualize things going out forward. It's not a mistake, but when it comes to really tuning into this flow of life force through us, it is important that we see our, our actual sort of center, our sacred heart in the center of centers in ourselves, okay? So it's not the, the physical heart, but it is this, you know, what we call the heart chakra, okay? This, this energy center right here in the, the middle of our chest, okay? And that one goes out on a 360, in a 360 way as a sphere. It doesn't go out as a ray, okay? So when we breathe out, the energies flow through us. And actually the picture is really good for this because there is a connection to the earth, the divine, the, the connection to the divine soul of the mother and the, the the connection to the divine soul of the father, which is the the upper one, uh, the upper pink uh, light bulb. There, this is a random picture. Okay, I, I googled that during the session, but it it fits really well. And we are right in the middle. It's like a string of light, like a you know like a necklace, like a pearl string. Okay, and our heart center is right in the middle. And if we want to connect more with, say, divine Wi-Fi, as I sometimes call it, just to take some of the mysticism out of it, but without, you know, making it too technical, then we have to in increase this sphere. We have to increase the diameter of the sphere. We have to increase the capacity of us being able to hold this light. So there are two components to that. It's recognizing the sacredness of the breath of life and light, if you will, because light ultimately is the metaphysical carrier of all information. And at the same time, recognizing that we here in 3D, in our physical incarnation, with this 3D body, okay, our vehicle, that we are kind of restricted. Whether you believe in, in you know, sort of your multidimensional being or not, you know, if you want to connect with a deeper part of yourself, all right, then you will always, you know, begin to energize that uh, sort of multidimensional part of you. And that is, you know, all encompassing. But our physical 3D is somewhat restricted in that. So we have to literally train our physical body, which is why physical integration of our inner connection is so, so important. And breath just happens to be the simplest one. There's many other ways to do it, but breathing is the easiest. We need to make sure that our physical can hold more of this. So the deeper we connect within it, the more we want to hold this connection, 
the more we need to take care of our capacity to hold this light. I don't know if my explanation here was a bit wordy, if, if that makes sense to you, but it is really about recognizing that we are not just confined here through our 3D, you know, outer skin, but that our auric field or etheric field or whatever you want to call this, that our energy field is not bound to them, but our mental constructs, how we visualize things and how we think things are, okay, they are often bound to this 3D materialistic way of looking at it. So when we connect with our true self, we are literally transcending that restriction and seeing ourselves as this, if you will, bubble of light. And there's something wonderful that happens because when, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you studied any of the ancient teachings or Sanskrit or the Bible or it really doesn't matter. It's an inner experience of that that we all share. And it's a combination of a feeling and a sensation. And that one, if we train ourselves to use our breaths for this, and I guess that's what yoga, you know, the 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 practice of yoga, which as I understand it, I'm not a, a yoga um expert, but it's it's the, the the practice of of breathing, really, isn't that Amanda? That's what yoga means, right? Yes. So yes. it's and all just up. integrating the energy of your breath into anchoring it into your physical experience. Yeah. And the carrier is the breath, but mm -hmm. it is not the breath that we are focusing on. I mean, we are in that moment focusing on the breath, but it is what we breathe in with it. And what is it that we breathe in? We breathe in the light, you know, photons, if you will, or vibes. Okay, whenever people talk about vibes, they actually talk about light. Well, they actually talk about energy and energy can transmute from, you know, it can, can transform, it constantly transforms into these different states. Okay, light is the one that we can best recognize because there's something about in this 3D, right, about our seeing nerve okay, where we actually see lights, okay, those of us who practice, you know, their perception, who train this, all right, you begin to see lights. It will actually hit your, your inner eye, your, your third eye, okay, and it will create these kind of pictures inside of you, and they, they might look very technical, all right, because it's not something, you know, of course you can use uh, we could you know use a, a picture of a phoenix or a picture of a hummingbird or a lion or you know there's 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 some archetypal pictures that people perceive in this deeper inner connected state but when it actually comes down to you know taking all the mental constructs out filtering all that out and just really focusing on the feeling then it will come down to, to things such as light and warmth. I don't know about you guys, but you know, I even have a feeling, a sensation in me for silence. 
Does this make any sense? Can you guys connect with that? A feeling for or a sensation for silence. This, this is a very a weird thing to say. Yes, and, and Janet is actually commenting on this picture right now, saying that it actually does look a bit like a hummingbird, and actually you are right. So this is the the wonderful thing that we that we find when we you know, obviously, you know, we train energy, we guide train people to, to see energies, um, or not just to feel, also to sense them and to, to classify them and so forth. But, you know, that there is this, uh, this connection that we begin to see between our feelings, our sensations, our thoughts, our emotions, and light and warmth and water. This session had a lot of water a, a strong water feel to it. Yes, yes. We the the sensation of silence actually that that was in the session. Yeah. Any more things that you would like to share? You can also inquire about your own energies. By the way, this is why we do this live right right after session. Hi, Jonah. I like to time in um, with the breath. I feel like breath help us feel, right? We can only heal and integrate whatever we feel. Mm -hmm. And then the breath also help us witness, going from that being identified or caught up with the experience into like witnessing mm -hmm. uh, all the different aspects, whether it's sensations or paths or whether something is on the outside or on the inside. Um, yeah. yeah, witnessing is a, is a really big word, okay? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's something that not everybody is aware of, uh, you know, what the difference is between, you know, experiencing something, observing something or witnessing something. And we all here use different ways to describe what we've witnessed but um uh, can you give us the importance of that denise like what the, yeah. the difference is and and why this is so important that we understand the witnessing with in conjunction with this conscious connection um it, it is very important because um the, the witnessing or the observing part allows allows me or allows us to slow down right and so we do this through the breath because I like that's the easiest way um rather than just being caught up on like the doing or the you know like the um action part so yeah yeah so witnessing is a, is, is something still right it's not it's not a doing okay it is an experiencing and observing at the same time, right? It's like we're, we have the experiencer in us that can sometimes be agitated, that, you know, can react to things that can get triggered, right? And then we have the observer in us. Many of us choose to uh, go into that observing place, you know, by say detaching from our emotions or detaching from our body. And then we have the part in us that can do both at the same time. 
that can experience something and observe something without needing to detach while being fully present and allowing it all in, like you said in the beginning, Denise. We can only heal what we can what we can feel. So we have to allow ourselves to feel it. And that's a conscious choice. And by making this conscious choice, we are executing one of the most important aspects of what it means to be your true self. We are stepping into this self-responsibility to say, you know what, I consciously witness myself and that is how I can connect to my true self. When I witness myself, it's like this moment when you can feel that you're there, that you're home in your own center. That's when you're conscious. And that's when you will feel the connection with your true self. But for many of us, there's a lot of fear there or a little judgment there, or there are things that we'd rather avoid seeing or feeling, right? And this is what disconnects us. So by making this conscious choice, regardless, you know, it's this, this where embodiment comes in, okay? Where I say to myself, all right, I recognize that being connected with myself is more important than anything else. Because if I'm not home, if I'm not witnessing myself, if I'm not declaring myself the, the king of my own inner kingdom, yeah, if I'm not standing in my center, well, something or somebody else will. And this is why so many of us feel intruded or feel have a hard time or have sort of a somewhat uh, hesitant relationship with witnessing ourselves because we we are afraid of what we actually might feel there so we had these parts in the session as well yeah not wanting to witness something not wanting to see something not wanting to accept reality maybe the way it is or feeling reminded on things that, like personally, I, I that this came in very strong for me at the beginning of this session. I, it reminded me of all these times, especially here last week, being really busy right now, where I didn't connect with myself, where I neglected myself, okay? to or, you know, where even violated myself, my own sacredness, okay? Where I left my home, doors and windows wide open, okay? And then complaining when I come back that there's all kinds of energy stored in my house, in my home, in my energy field. All these outer energies that we talked about in the beginning. So there can be judgment that comes up, there can be an unease that comes up and you know when people hear the word true self they often have to deal with the layers of false self first but if we can and this was the the, the instruction here in this session if we can remember that 
in the moment that we consciously do this, consciously breathe, consciously connect, allow all sensations, feelings, emotions, thoughts come up, and just witness them. And say, okay, I'm gonna have to go through these layers, all right, so the first five, 10 minutes of every energy session are like that. Trust me, guys, I've done thousands of energy sessions. It's always the first five to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, where we have to walk through some of the, the absorbed stuff, some of the stuff that we have allowed in, some of the stuff that we don't really want to see. And yeah, you get used to it, trust me. Don't let yourself get demotivated or frustrated by that. Because it's part of truth. It's part of your true self. Your true self knows everything anyway. Your true self can't be lied to. Whether you, you know, the ego, you is willing to accept reality or not. Your true self already knows. And, you know, not wanting to be with your true self means you're choosing your ego self. And that was part of the instructions here in this session, very clearly. Choosing to be in our ego self kills our true self connection. Sounds a bit harsh, but really what it means is every single time we choose our ego self over our true self or our false self, if you will, okay, and where we forget or choose not to connect within makes this connection less and less strong. But as Brian said so beautifully in the beginning here, the good news is we can connect with our true self at all times. And you know why? Because it's our authority. It's our kingdom. We are the only authority in being us. Nobody else has a higher authority over you. Okay. This is your power. This is your freedom. This is your love. This is your light. But the more you energize the, all the other stuff, the less you'll be able to feel that. And the harder it will become for you to recognize that you have this power. And so you'll feel more and more and more, say, under the influence you know, of, of outer energies or other people or circumstances or karma or whatever it is that your mind uses as a construct to justify this, you know, to not connect. Right now, guys, where we are at here in this collective, there is nothing more important than this message, that you are the only authority that can embody your true self. And you have to do this consciously. You have to remind yourself every day, 50 times a day if needed, because otherwise we will get swept away by this untruth, this confrontation with untruth that we have that is, you know, really hammering us right now, energetically, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, on all levels. We are in a time 
where this is the trigger for us to grow into our higher evolutionary state, namely recognizing that no matter what the untruth is that we are facing, if we stand in our own center, if we stand in our own light, and if we you know, expand that, if we consciously work on expanding that so that that connection is always there, nothing and nobody can take that away from us. Nothing and nobody can invade us or violate our own sacredness. But we have to witness the sacredness of ourself. That's our job. That's our free will, guys. That's the power that we have received here through this the source of, of all existence, okay, that we are connected to. We received the choice. And you've heard me talk about this bifurcation a lot. For many, many years I've been talking about this coming in now, okay, where people will kind of split, okay, into those who, and they use the words awakening or you know, emergence or whatever, wake up, wake up to this true self reality and the power that lives in that, that comes into us, even our bodies. And like Amanda earlier also confirmed, the physical integration is so important right now. So don't think that you can out vibrate all this negativity, all this fear, all this anger and uncertainty in the world with just reaching upwards and, and hoping that you could go sort of into la-la land, you know, some kind of fantastical spiritual world. That is untruth. It is misguidance as well. You will find what you are looking or seeking for inside of you, dead center. Nowhere outside. Hi, Yonit, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I, I don't know who you are, Brian, but thank you so much. <laughs> what you said uh, at the beginning just it spoke to everything because this was all about, to me, the breath of life. Mm. Um, we did witness. Um, uh, like an embryonic state in, in, in terms of with, with the breath of life. We, we noticed um, without the breath and how we could, we could be misled into thinking um, soothing or self-soothing uh, when that concept came up, you know, are we soothing or coping or are we actually soothing because we feel nurtured? Um, one of the things that I noticed with the breath of life, I, I used to be involved in uh, all types of swimming. So um, I taught children how to swim. I was in diving and synchronized swimming and like it was all about coordinating the breath. Oh, and speed swimming as well. So you were trained not to breathe every time so that you could 
not waste time breathing with energy that was to push you forward. So all kinds of different ways of being underwater and needing to breathe, but uh, teaching the body to wait. And I, and I was thought about that today because when we were doing the session, we were thinking about how often it is that we forget to breathe. Like we just don't do it. And as Yona was speaking earlier, the resistance to that. And I think about how, how, how we can train to resist breathing. And then I was thinking about, yeah, I, I wasn't a scuba diver, but the being submerged under the ocean many feet and having to rely on a piece of equipment to make you breathe and hoping that it works uh, just seemed really big in this session. So when you spoke about that, that was that was poetic. Thank you. And like Amanda said, a lot of us do the yoga breathing with her and are reminded the importance of that. It's it's the breath of life and it's what we choose when we when we choose to be our true self, we're choosing the breath of life, not mm. not to be restricted or it's not it doesn't come from the outside as in a you know a scuba diving gear it's not to be stifled it it's everything so again totally. thank you for for that yeah it's wonderful that you guys are sharing with another learning from another this is then what happens when we witness our true self we also begin to witness the true self and everybody else and in that, uh, it can really change our interactions with the world and other people as well. Thank you guys all for sharing. It's one of these things, you know, that even though, you know, I do energy sessions every day, all day long, pretty much. I've chosen this to be my job. Thank God. <laughs> all right. I get reminded every day. But it is moments like this uh, when so many people come together to consciously witness their inner connection, that I am reminded of the importance, you know, of this work, not me personally, but this message and this uh, providing space, providing this safe space for other people to experience this inner connection. Cheryl, when you spoke, um, there was another thing that uh, I was reminded of, and that is that there's something with breathing through the heart. Uh, those of you who are in part of our Sacred Self-Healing course, you know this, there was breathing through the heart as an actual energy work technique that we use for clearing energies, but also to increase our stance in life. Uh, if you want uh, to take this here, uh, maybe as, as part of the instructions during the session, breathing through the heart, okay, is not an, an actual physical breathing technique. It is an energetic breathing technique. And maybe you just want to try to do this intuitively. I was reminded of this when you spoke about underwater and there were times in my life where I literally 
in the etheric as well as in the 3D, trained myself to breathe underwater through my heart. Sorry for the interruption here. So breathing through the heart is a sacred energy work technique that we are being taught by our own true self. I'm just gonna leave it at that here. Uh, we have uh, free meditations on Skype every day where we explain this, practice this, uh, you know, with energy work uh, processes and a workbook and exercises and so forth. So that's all part here of this experience, um, part of trans cults where we help people to experience these things for themselves. All right. At this point, I just want to thank all of you here for coming, for sharing, for being part of this wonderful space, for bringing back the conscious memory, you know, that we can connect with ourselves at any time. There is a five-minute alignment that comes with the instructions. You can download that for yourself. You can uh, read the in in invocation at any time or just simply remember to breathe however you do it the good news is you can do it at any time just don't forget that right and if you really want to inhabit you know this kingdom this inner kingdom this inner space and want to feel safe and soothed nurtured in you then just remember to witness yourself in there Thank you, guys. It's been wonderful. It's been an honor. And I hope to see you next month again. No matter how many times you come, you're always welcome. And of course, check out some of the programs that we have where we do specific training or customized energy work and energy coaching sessions. There's so, oh, yeah, I almost forgot. There's only one week left here, or a little bit more than a week, for this 50% discount that I have on the Heart Warrior program right now. This is a really good offer for those of you who have been playing with that thought, all right, to enter this customized uh, sort of energy training gym, okay, with uh, weekly personal sessions and uh, tons of training. So this 50% discount runs out by the last day of August. Thank you, everybody. Love you. See you soon. And thanks to all the co-facilitators. Thank you. And thank you, Brian, for so openly sharing here for your first session. That was sure. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> sure, thank yeah. you. Bye, everybody. Thanks, uh, for another one. Awesome. Thank you.